Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. What a, what a great banner uh, for our new year. We got a, our new banner on the wall, amen, for 2022, amen. Root it. Somebody say root it. Amen. Root it, our, our, our scripture there, amen. If you let your roots, roots grow down deep into him and let your lives be built on him, amen. And so it's time to root ourselves. It's time to go deeper in the Lord that we can be built up. In the Lord, amen, hallelujah. Also, amen, last week, amen, we ended our fast, our three-day fast, amen, and it was just a great time as we met here each day on Monday nights, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night as we ended the fast, amen. I, I believe it was very timely for where we're at right now as a church and where we're at as a nation in our world, amen, uh, uh, what's going on, amen, that, that God, uh, God is keeping us together, God is keeping us united, hallelujah, and uh, everyone's doing well, amen. We're praying for those that are not feeling well, as well as, as going, around the, uh, going around right now, so just continue to pray. But God is faithful, and, he, and He's good, amen, and, and He comforts us, amen. And so uh, God's already moving. I am already have some, uh, some praise reports on people calling in during the fast of God moving, doing some things, amen. We even had some first-timers, amen, that, that did it all three days, amen. And so, uh, so praise the Lord, amen, hallelujah. Though it was hard, amen, but, but you got through it. You made it, amen. And so that, that's a great thing, amen. But when we can come together corporately on these fasts that we have corporately, amen, it's powerful that we do it together, especially the, you know, every third Wednesday of the month, amen, which is this, this coming up Wednesday, Amen. Uh, it is, it is uh, the third Wednesday, so I challenge you to fast for that one Wednesday, amen, uh, with, with us, amen. And so we are going to fast on Wednesday, amen. We're not bypassing it, amen. We're going to stay faithful to the every three Wednesdays, amen. And so uh, join us in that, amen, and, and, and corporately God starts to move, amen. It's in, it's in the power of unity. Can somebody say amen? And I believe that some things that are within us got cast out during that fast, amen, because as I ministered last week, some things come out with prayer and, and fasting, amen. God should help us, amen, and a lot of us have been helped, amen, and even through a fast, God can help us in our unbelief. Can somebody say amen? Tell your neighbor, believe. Hallelujah. Tell yourself, believe. Amen. Mark ch- chapter 9, 24 says this, Lord, I believe. Somebody say, I believe. Help me in my unbelief, or help my unbelief, amen. Those are the areas of struggle that in some of us, amen, that, that if we pray and fast, some of those things that are within us can be removed, not only through prayer, but through prayer and fasting. Come on, we can, we can cast some of the attitudes out, hallelujah. How many can get some attitudes out of you, amen, hallelujah. We can cast some of these things within us, uh, you know, jealousies and other things, amen. Some things will come out through prayer, but prayer and fasting, amen. You know, last year, amen, as, we, as I reflect last year of 2022, amen, uh, you know, we, 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 got, we got hit 
uh, pretty hard, amen, as a church, amen, as a people. Uh, we got rocked, amen. Uh, we lost loved ones last year, amen. We went through struggles, sicknesses, and our vision got blurred. Come on. For some of us, amen, it, it knocked us out of the game in 2021, and it put you on the sidelines. Amen. If you see football, amen, and, and, and sometimes you see them in the game, amen, and all of a sudden someone gets hurt, amen, and they get carted off, and, and they, get, uh, they get back on the sidelines. They're not in the game, amen. They got hurt, and something takes them out of the game. And, and for some of us, amen, that's what happened in 2021. Come on, we, we got hit, and it knocked us out of the game, amen, and put us on the sidelines. But this banner here that was uh, uh, revealed last week, amen, uh, and the fast, amen, has reminded us that we may be down, but we're not out. I said, we may be down, but we're not out. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to understand that it is a new year, and God wants to do some new things inside of us, amen. But we cannot carry the mentality, uh, we cannot carry the, the attitudes of 2021. Come on, we, we, we got to get off the sidelines, and we need to get back in the game, amen, because we do not go under, we go over, church. Come on, we, we don't sit down, we rise up. Come on, somebody. Come on, it's time to get into the game. Tell your neighbors, it's time to get in the game. Come on, hallelujah. It's time to get off those sidelines, amen, and get back into the game in 2022. It's time to get back, Jack. Time to get back on track, Jack. Come on, it's time. Tell your neighbors, time. It's time to get back. But we need to be consistent. Come on, I ministered the first message of the new year, amen, that consistency must play a part because if we are inconsistent, that will knock us off track. And we need to be consistent in order for us to get vision back. So how do we establish vision in this new year, church. Of course, we need more of God's word. How many know that we need God's word? Come on. Come on. We need more of God's word, amen, by reading, by seeking, by praying, by fasting. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I'm challenging you. In 2022, you need to fast more. Come on. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. We're not getting a lot of claps here, amen, on the fast part. But let me tell you, you're going to need to fast if you want some breakthroughs in 2022, amen. If we want to really deepen ourselves in the Lord, amen, we need greater understanding. We need clarity, Lord. We need vision. We need direction, amen. But in order to keep that established in that, amen, we need to understand that vision must be spoken. Vision has to be declared. You have to announce vision. You're going to have to see in this banner that here, you're going to have to say, I'm going to get rooted in 22, amen. You're going to have to say, I am rooted in 22, amen. Now, come on, we must be booted and rooted, church. Come on, somebody. Come on, we, we got to make up our mind, and we have to declare that over ourselves, uh, that this year uh, I'm not going down, I'm coming up, amen, and I will be rooted in Christ. Can somebody say Amen. See, the beginning of last year in January, my vision, our, our church's vision got blurred, amen, and I found myself inside a hospital room with no fight, if I can be real with you. Come on, you can ask my wife, if there was no fight in me, come on, this, 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 this virus really messed with me physically, mentally, and spiritually. Come on, it, it came after me, church. 
And this is what it does. It comes to distract. It comes to blur you, amen. And so it, it took the fight out of me. My, my wife looked at me and said, you know, she probably just said, man, this guy has no fight. Well, where, where's the man of God? Where's, where's, the, where's the priest of the home? Where is he, amen? And, the, and, and, and this thing just came physically, mentally, and spiritually against me. But the spirit man inside of me stood up, church, and I started to speak vision over myself in that hospital bed, amen. And I started to declare, I am who he says I am, church. Come on, and by your stripes, God, I am healed, amen. Why? Because you're the great I am. Come on, we, we got to understand, amen, we cannot allow this thing to take us out and mess with us physically, mess with us mentally or spiritually. You have to stand up, church, in order to fight. You cannot fight very well sitting down. You cannot fight laying down, church. Come on. Come on. Come on. Can I have a, 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 someone that would demonstrate that for me right here? <laughs> Come on. Lay down and let me stand up and fight you and see how, how well you'll be. Here it goes. Now fight me. <laughs> there's no way to fight. Look what the enemy can do. And so there's no way that we can fight. In order to fight, we have to stand up. Amen. You have to stand up on your feet. Amen. In order to fight. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. I thought he was going to do push-ups and get back up. Amen. Hallelujah. But we can't fight that way. We can't fight even sitting down. There's no way that you can fight sitting down. I mean, you can probably get a couple licks, but let me tell you, you're not going to you're not going to have full uh, movement on what you need to do in, in fighting your enemy. In this fight, amen, you have to fight standing up. Something inside you has to stand up, amen. The spirit man that's within all of us church has to stand up if you want vision back. If you want to get back on track, you have to stand, church. Vision, this vision of rooted, uh, this new direction, uh, this banner that God has for us in 22, amen, uh, must be spoken over and over, amen. It has to be repeated over and over, amen, in order for vision to become vision. So you cannot be an overcomer until you speak it. Come on, until you declare it, until you announce it over and over, I am an overcomer through the blood of the Lamb. Come on, somebody. You can't be more than a conqueror if you, until you speak it, until you announce it, until you say it over and over, I am a conqueror through Christ Jesus. you got to speak it, church. Tell your neighbor, speak it. You have to announce this over and over yourself. You're going to have to do this through 2022. I'm going to get rooted. Somebody say that. I'm going to get rooted. Come on. I'm going to deepen myself in the Lord. Amen. I'm going to go down deep. I'm going to let my roots go down deep inside of him. That we can be built up in him. How many know that we need Jesus? Come on. We're going to need him more in 22 church. But you have to have a passion. You gotta have a passion for the vision. You gotta have a passion for the banner. You gotta have the passion, amen, in order to see, amen. If you're gonna be put back on track, you're gonna have to understand I need passion. 
See, the definition of passion means intense or a driving force. That something within you pushes you beyond you. Come on, there has to be a passion that I want something more in this new year. Amen. I, I really want to deepen myself in this new year. I, I want to root myself more than ever before in this new year, church. You got to have passion. You got passion in the house? I said, do we have passion in the house? Amen. Come on, I'm not just talking about being loud, amen. It has to be inside of you. It can't just be something that's outside physically and we do it for the moment. It has to be something that's deep down inside that says that, 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 that moves your outside. Just like Jeremiah says, something within my bones. It's like a fire that shut up in my bones that, that I got to do something. I got to be something for God. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 43, 19 says this. For I'm about to do something new. Somebody say something new. See that I've already begun. Do you not see it? Right now, God is saying, open your eyes because I'm doing something new. I'm speaking to the church. Bend your ear towards me. Speak to me. Come on, talk to me. Look for me and you'll find me. If, come on, if you seek me, you'll find me. If you knock, the door's going to be open. God's saying, I want to do something new inside of you. And he's been speaking it. He's been declaring it over the house. And here, uh, Isaiah was telling, uh, come on, uh, 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 the children of Israel, do you have vision? See, God was about to take him into a new wilderness. Uh, God was about to, to do something new inside of that the past miracles that they seen has nothing, uh, there's nothing to compare to what's going to come. That something was new, something that out of the ordinary. Come on, they've seen the, come on, the, 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 the Red Sea parted. They've seen great miracles in the desert. He says, you know what? Those past miracles have nothing to compare what I am going to do for my people. And God is saying to us, now I'm about to do something new in PCLV. Come on, something that you've never seen before. Come on, something that you've never felt before. Come on, something is coming new, church. And he says, can you see it? See, vision one time is not enough, church. You can't just say, okay, root it and that's it for the year. But you have to speak it over your life over and over. You're going to have to declare it over your life over and over. You're going to have to announce it over and over. You got to get rooted. Let me listen. Or you're going to get booted. You got to get rooted or you're going to get booted. Church, there's something coming, church. And God says, don't you see it? I want to do something new inside of you. But you must get rooted. It's time to get back on track, Jack. See, in order to get God's vision in our minds... We need to repeat it over and over. We need his revelation repeated over and over. We need to have renewed minds in 22, church. We need transformation. Come on, somebody. We need transformation. We, 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 we cannot go what we had in 22 in this new year. 
Come on, we need some change. We cannot do a repeat, church. How many want to repeat 21? <laughs> Tell me later, 21. I ain't going back there anymore. I don't want to repeat anything in 21. There are some good things there, but God has some new things. And keep your eyes on the new things. Come on. Now. See, the thing is, we're complaining because we're so, we're, we're so focused and we're, our vision is on problems. Our vision is on, on situations of the past. And God says, open your eyes. I'm about to do something new. Amen. Do you not see it, church? And we have to understand we, we need change in order to see. we got to transform ourselves, amen, by the renewing of our minds. See, Romans chapter 12, 2 says, don't, do not conform to the, to the world. Come on, don't be conformed to the world. Don't be conformed to what's going on out there on Facebook or media and all this stuff to dictate where you go. It says, don't conform to the world, but, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. See, when we got God's will in our lives, church, it gives us vision. When we can start to transform our stinking thinking, church, come on, somebody, then we can, we can start to see what God is showing us. We got to renew our minds. That way we will know what's good, what's acceptable, what's the perfect will of God. Renew minds will get us back on track. Renew minds will get us rooted, church. But we have to understand that through the course of 22, vision has to be refreshed. Come on, as we go through this year, amen, as we go through our walk with God, amen, vision in times are need to be refreshed. We need to get back on track. We need to stay on track. Hallelujah. Come on, we got to stay there, church, amen, because things happen. Come on, somebody say hello. Just like I said on Wednesday, church, storms, listen, storms are coming in 22. Come on, I, I wish I can just tell you, man, we, 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 we passed the, the, the hard part, amen, that uh, the hard part's behind us. No, 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 there's things coming in 22. And I, I don't want to say that to scare you, but I'm here to let you know that, that things are on the rise, amen. Circumstances are going to rise up still. Uh, problems are going to come our way. Trials are coming our way. Life, life itself, uh, itself, church, can come and just slap you out of nowhere. We cannot get off track. We cannot afford to, church. That's why rooted, listen, rooted is so vital for 22. That is what's going to sustain you through the storm. That is what's going to sustain you what's to come, church. Being rooted. Letting your roots go deep down inside of him. It's going to sustain you when those winds come, when the storm comes, church. See, when we're going through a trial, church, when we're facing a battle, we're going through that storm of life, that when we're in that valley, church, come on, sometimes vision can get a little dim. Come on, can we say amen to that? Come on, when we're going through a trial, it's not happy times. Come on, somebody, right? Come on, it's pretty dark. Sometimes it's, it, it, it tries to bring confusion. It tries to bring doubt. It tries to bring these things, amen. In life, sometimes, uh, you know, the, our, our vision can get dim uh, of what's going on. 
But the God of the mountaintop church, you got to understand, is the, is the God of the valley. That he's with us, amen. His, what the Bible says, his rod, his staff, what they, they comfort us. God is always with us, church. Come on, Hebrews chapter 13, 5 says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Romans 8, 31 says, what shall we say to these things? What shall we say to the things that are going on in our world today? Come on, if God is for us, who can be against us? Come on, verse 35 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, shall hardships, persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, or virus? Come on, he says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Come on, verse 38 and 39 says this, for I am convinced. I am convinced right here, Paul saying, I am convinced. He says, in other words, Paul, what is Paul saying? I am rooted. I am rooted. I am rooted. Come on, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any power, nor any height or death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, are you convinced? Come on, you got to get rooted then. See, Paul can only say that because he was rooted. He was rooted in the word of God. He says, I don't care. Nothing's going to separate me from the love of God. I don't care what's coming at me, pandemic, virus, whatever. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God. January of last year, I felt like I was walking in the valley of the shadow of death. But we have a great shepherd church. Come on, somebody. See, God's grace carried me through. His rod and staff, they comforted me. And when the season was ended, church, I finally came out of that cave, just like David, like gold. Come on, we got to stay on track, church. Tell your neighbor, stay on track. It's a lot smoother on the track, church, than off track. You got to stay because things are coming, church. I said things are coming. The wind's going to blow. The rain is coming. I, 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 I wish I can tell you that 2022 is going to be perfect. I wish I can say, you know what, man, it's going to be sunshine for 22. It's gonna, it's gonna, we're gonna, it's gonna just like be like a, a day in the park, amen. We're just gonna have a great time in 22. All the troubles, I'd be lying to you. Right? That's why he says, what? In this life, you will face troubles, problems, persecution, all this stuff. But he says, what? Be a good chair. I've overcome the world. If God is with us, church, who can be against us? Just like what I just read, amen. Nothing's going to separate us from Christ. The only thing that brings separation is sin, amen, and self. You. You stop it. Come on, church. Stay on track. In 22, when the storms come, stay on track. When the winds come, stay on track. When the battles come, stay on track. 
Church, we, get, we can get through this, amen. As we root ourselves in Christ, amen, uh, we can get through it. We can get through this, church. See, when you're going through a, a season and when you're going through that trial, when you're going through that storm, when you're walking through that valley, church, uh, come on, sometimes we can kind of feel numb. Come on. You can kind of just feel, eh, right? You ever came to church just, eh? Come on, you sit there, oh, eh. I mean, there's, there's no joy. Come on, there's no joy sometimes. We just come out of routine. We can just come because, you know what, we don't want to go to hell, hallelujah. And so we just come, amen, and sometimes it's, it's by faith, and sometimes it's a, a sacrifice of faith. Sometimes I don't want to be here, Pastor, but I know I need to be here, and that's a great attitude to have. But sometimes we're just sitting here, eh. Like God has not done nothing good to you, amen. Come on, God has been good. God has been faithful, amen. The cross was enough, church, amen. Come on, then we shouldn't walk in with an uh, attitude, amen. I know life hits us, amen, and we got feelings and emotions, amen. But we've got to understand deep down, if we're rooted, we know that God is good, amen. I don't care, amen. I may be having a bad day, but you know what? God is good. I root myself in his love because he's a good and faithful God. He shed his blood for me and my my sins are covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm on my way to hell, amen. I'm on my way to heaven. God is good. Sometimes life sucks, but God is still good. Come on, we may not have everything we want, church. You really do have everything we need. Give me beans and rice and Jesus Christ. I'm all right. <laughs> Come on. It's good to have God in the there once in a while, but beans and rice is all I need. See, when you're going through those seasons, church, and those trials and storms, you, you can get a, kind of feel off track. Come on, you've gone through a storm, you're just off track, you haven't been in church for a while, and you know people are off track because they, they walk off track in the church. They're like, they're, they're not walking, they're not walking, they don't have that confident walk. Come on, they, they, they know that you're going through a storm, amen, you're, they're off track. It's off track. When you're off track, you don't walk right, you don't think right, you don't talk right, you're just off track, you just walk in, I pastor, yeah, I'm here, you know, well, get on track. I, I, I can see you're going through a battle. I can see you're going through a storm, amen. You're off track. You're, you're, you're not the same. There's something different about you. you, you that, that smile's not there. That hug wasn't genuine. You're going through a season. You're off track. You can come into a place when you're going through a storm and feel out of place. You were walking here and felt like out of place here. Like, uh, you just feel like, like you're the first time. You feel like, man, you're not part of here. Come on, somebody. Come on, you you miss church for a while and come back. You kind of feel out of the loop. Everybody's flowing, and you're like, you're not in the flow. You kind of feel that you're not in the game anymore. Hello. It's kind of hard to get back on track when you're going through a season. You're here, but you're not here. Come on. You're not here. Your attention's not there. God's not grabbing you like he used to grab you. You're just here. 
You're thinking about situations. You're thinking about that storm. You're thinking about that battle, and you're just right there, and just you're numb. And the words are coming forth, and they're coming over the pulpit, but they're just falling on the floor with you. I'm just here, you know what, and I'm just ready to go home. I'm ready to face my Monday tomorrow, my situation, because you're not giving it to God. You're not trusting God in it. You, you, you're just remaining in that storm and you say, God, I, I'm just here. This last one really took me out. This last one, I just, I don't know, I just don't feel myself anymore and I don't feel part of it anymore. And, and the enemy comes and he lies to you. And you forgot the, about the cross and you forgot about the blood and you forgot about the sacrifice. You forgot about the beating that he took for you. You forgot that when you were down and out, he picked you up. You forgot those past miracles in your lives. Just like the children of Israel, and man, like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Man, if I seen the Red Sea, that was enough for me. Hallelujah. God, I'm never going to forsake you anymore. Man, you see a Red Sea divided in a miracle, and then they're complaining the next day. They complain about food, and God gives them manna. Came about food again, he brings them quail. Each time he was there and provided, and each time they went back and reflected like, ah. not reflecting on how good he is. God, you're too good. God, you're faithful. See, what well, for some of us, we got to go back to say, man, I miss manna. Manna is just... It's just it's just, it's not even good tasting bread. <laughs> Sometimes we got to go back to say, man, I, I miss that. I miss the simple things of how we used to just love God for the very simple things. Like I said, you're here and you're not. See, there was a man in the book of Mark chapter 10 who was going through situations like you and I going through the storms and battles of what you and I are going through. He was going through that, that storm, amen. He, he felt sidelined. He felt he was off track. In the book of Mark chapter 10, 46 to 47, it says this, Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left the town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus, was sitting besides the road. And when Bartimaeus heard that Jesus, the son of Nazareth, amen, or Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The Bible says that when Bartimaeus started shouting out, the crowd around him told him to shut up. Shh, quiet. How I many of the people will try to silence you? Come on, the enemy, come on, has tried to silence this church. Come on, he came in huffing and puffing and tried to silence the voices here. But what did Bartimaeus do? If you know the story, what did he do? He shouted louder, he got more radical. 
Come on, he was saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Come on, he shouted louder, church. Someone here needs to shout. I said, someone here needs to shout. Come on, someone here, you're stuck on the sidelines. You need to shout. Someone here needs to say, Jesus, help me. So as he got louder, what happened? It got Jesus' attention. Someone here needs to shout. I said, someone here needs to shout. Nobody? That's why you're on the sidelines. See, Barnabas was not going to be quiet. Barnabas didn't just follow the crowd and say, you know what? Are you going to shout? No, okay. I'm not shouting either. Barnabas says, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this sideline living. I'm tired of being off track. I'm tired of not being in the game. I'm tired of this. I'm not going to let just Jesus pass me by. I'm going to shout, and I'm going to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Come on, someone here needs to shout. Someone here is going to say, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Help me in my marriage. Help me in my home. Help me in my finances. Come on, you're not getting healed because you're not shouting. You're settling for the sidelines. Someone needs a shout. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, shout. Jesus! See, Bartimaeus, he shouted. He said, uh-uh, I'm done with this. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you. I'm going to shout. And he shouted. Tony, shut your mouth. Be quiet. But he shouted louder. And finally, Jesus stops and got his attention. And he stops and he called Bartimaeus. He said, bring him over here. Crowd that was telling him to be quiet now, all of a sudden become his friends. Hey, hey, he's calling you. Go, go. They encourage him, and they bring him to Jesus. And Jesus asked them a question. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? Now, it's pretty obvious, right? What do you think his request is? To see. Blind Bartimaeus. He's blind, church. You think he wants $100? Uh-uh. I want my eyeballs back. I want to see again. Amen. And so it's pretty obvious what, what, what his prayer was or what he was asking for when he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He says, I want to see. See, in the original language, Bartimaeus says, I want to see. Want my vision back. 
Meaning, listen, church, at one time, he was able to see. One time, amen, he was able to look, he was able to see, amen, but he lost his vision, listen, church, along the way. Something, church, knocked him off track. Mark chapter 10, 46 says, The blind beggar by the name of Bartimaeus was sitting besides the road. See, Barnabas, when he got knocked out, settled for his condition. Come on, it doesn't say how long he was there. It doesn't say how long he'd been sidelined. But he said he accepted his condition. He accepted this life. He accepted what came to him. And he accepted what, what, was his, what, 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 what hit him, amen. And from there he became a beggar that sat on the side of the road. See, I've seen many people, church, settle for sitting on the sidelines. I've seen many Christians settle to, to live on the side of the road, amen, and accept what life has given them. Well, this is how it is. This is how my marriage is. This is how my life is. This, I'm just going to accept it. I'll just be a Christian that sits on the side of the road. And they accept things because of difficult situations that have hit their life. And in reality, what happened is that they lost their vision. Meaning they had it at one time. It was all good at one time, church. It was great, amen. We got married, yeah, woo, yeah. We're going to have dreams and visions and all this stuff. Oh, you, you do this, you do that. Everything seems good. So they had vision, church. They had vision of their their marriage. They had vision of their, their, their home. They had vision of life. They had vision of their children. Something gave them hope and they, they had vision, but they lost it along the way. Listen, church, when you're on the sidelines, when you are off track, I want you to listen to this. You become defined by your problem instead of your potential. You gotta understand you're not saved to be off track. You were not saved to sit on the sidelines or sit on the side of the road. You were saved to be in the game. Get back on track, Jack. It's time to get back. It's time to get back on the track. It's time to sue, go sue, uh, uh, sailing with Christ. Amen. It's, it's time to, to get off that bumpy road or, or off the side and say, I'm getting back in the game. You see, when you're off track, When you lose vision, church, several things happen. First, you got to understand you're sidelined. You're out of the game. You're knocked out. You're sitting on the side of the road, just like Barnabas was. And all you're doing is just watching life go by. In other words, you come to church, but you're not involved. You don't participate in the presence of God. And the problem when you're off track, church, or being off track, you got to understand that God created you to walk with him. Not to sit on the sidelines and not to watch life pass you by. Listen, you'll never, never be satisfied sitting on the side of the road. You'll end up frustrated. 
Got to get back on track. Secondly, you become dependent, listen, to the voices that surround you. These voices will direct you. And these voices are the voices of the devil, the world, and self. The devil, the world, and self. And these voices that are leading you, listen, will confuse you and give you no sense of direction. You'll end up frustrated and mad. Within minutes, church, the voices that surrounded Barnabas, the voices that were telling him to be quiet, come on, he doesn't hear you. He has no time for you. These voices, there was voices behind these voices saying, he does hear you. He is calling you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Come on, these voices that are telling you, be quiet, shut up, give up, it's over. Come on, they're trying to speak louder than the voices that say, God can turn your life around. Hang in there. There's hope in Christ. And life sometimes can be an emotional roller coaster, church, right? You're up here, amen, and then you're down here. You're up here. And you're down here, man. Woo, I love Jesus. And oh, my Lord, here I go, another trial. Come on, don't it feel like life's like that sometimes? Up and down, up and down. It's that you're listening to the voices that surround you. Thirdly, like Barnabas, like I said before, you become defined by your problem instead of your potential. See, he was defined by his problem. They called him blind Barnabas. Are you defined by your problem today, church? What do they call you? What does your co-workers call you? Come on, angry Joe? <laughs> Insecure Susan? Loser Larry? Negative Sally? Come on, the, the list can go on and on, amen. But these are, these are things that, and we're, we're the, we're in reality, maybe the world's not calling you that, but that is what you are spiritually. You want hope, and all you say, we, we give you hope, we speak Jesus, and, and you turn into a negative. You turn into a hopeless situation, and we forget about Jesus and how good he is. And, and that nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ, and yet we're letting things come in and separate us. See, not only was he defined as blind Barnabas, but he was even taken to a lower position and became a beggar. Not only was he just sidelined church, now he's begging. All the potential he had, church, was not realized, listen, until Jesus came into the picture. Church, we didn't realize the potential that we all have until Jesus comes into our lives. We didn't realize that we're more than conquerors. We didn't realize that there is hope in Jesus. We didn't realize that there is forgiveness in Christ. Amen. We didn't realize that there is joy, love in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Until Jesus comes into the picture, church. Come on. We didn't realize that we are, we're all this. And a bag of chips. Hallelujah. 
Come on, we, 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 we're loved. We're chosen. We're a son. We're a daughter of the most high God. Amen. We didn't realize the potential that we have until Jesus comes into our lives. See, Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. And to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This is what Jesus came to do, church. Heal your heart. Come on, somebody. He came to set you free. Hallelujah. Come on. He came to open your eyes that you can see. And God is saying, PCLV, I'm about to do something new. Do you not see it? See, you won't see it when you're off track. You're not going to see it from the sidelines, church. You got to get in the game. You got to get back on track. Sometimes that's just it's, it's it's hard, but it takes a little work. But you can get back on track. All you got to do is stand, church. Just stand up, and you can get back on track. You can't do it sitting down. You can't do it laying down in your problems. You're going to have to say, I'm, I'm standing up. You know, 2021, that moment in my life was so hard for me. And I haven't expressed a lot of it. Shared a little with my wife, and I really haven't expressed everything that God even showed me. It was a good time. Don't get me wrong, church. Once I stood up, I, I knew it was God. God put me there. I give you no credit to the sickness. God put me where I needed to be for that moment in time for my life. But it got me up because all, all I was doing was laying down. Laying down. You got to understand how frustrating it is when you can't even pray. Couldn't even pray. I couldn't read the word. I couldn't. This, this thing had my mind, mentality, this, this headache that I had had just, just controlled me, that it shut me down. I was not, noise was a factor. Noise would bother me. I, I didn't want nobody around me. I just wanted to just leave me alone. Leave me alone in a week, just I'll be all right. Just I'd tell my wife, just leave me alone. Noise was just so frustrating. So when I try to sit up and try to read it, just it was just so frustrating and there I am laying in this hospital bed and I said man this is this is not me I said what am I doing I'm not going to win this battle laying down I need to stand up and I stood up church physically and spiritually and I started taking back what belonged to me I started fighting for how I need to fight don't complain in your season, church. Stand up and just fight. 
Don't complain about this and complain about that. Fight for it. Fight for your salvation. Fight for your marriage. Fight for, for everything that you're fighting for. Whatever you're looking for, you're going to have to fight for it. It does not just get handed to you. I fought and fought, and then, then the inner strength started to come. And the direction started to come. Then the alignment started to come. Where you start to align yourself back to the will of God. And realize how big he is in our lives. God, I'm nothing without you. God, I'm nothing without you. God, I need you. I needed him more than ever. I, I called out to him in that bed, and I said, God, Jesus, I need you. I repent of my ways. I repent from all this, Father God, this separation. God, I need you back in my life. See, Jesus comes into the picture. He sets the captive free, the oppressed free, but also restores, restores the sight or the vision to the blind. Jesus comes into the picture, church, to give us vision again. Hallelujah. He came back into the picture and gave me vision again. I'm so thankful that we serve a risen king church. And the good news is that lost vision doesn't have to be permanent. <laughs> God can restore. Listen. What discouragement has taken away? The answer, listen, for some of you out there that didn't even shout it out. I shouted in that hospital room. They might have thought I was crazy, but I didn't care. I shouted that I wanted Jesus back. And I started to worship the king. You got to shout, church. Something's come out of fasting and prayer. Something's get restored through a shout. Ask him to restore your life. Ask him, shout out, and you'll get his attention. And he'll turn to you and says, what do you want, mija? What do you want, mijo? What do you want, son? What do you want, daughter? And then tell him. He already knows what you want. He already knows what you need. He just wants to hear it from you. I want my vision back. I want my shout back. I want my joy back. I want my happiness back. I want this, God. I didn't want it back. I want to see my marriage restored. I want to see hope in my situations, God. I want to see my deliverance. Come on, somebody. God wants to deliver you. He wants to deliver you. He didn't, he didn't save you to stay that way. He didn't go through the cross and the beating for you to stay that way. He did not come to save you, but to deliver you, church. Deliver you. Deliver you from the bondages of sin. Deliver you from attitudes of life. Deliver you from what the, the change that the world has put on you. He wants to set you free. He wants you to see that everything's going to be all right, church. Come on. When, when, when you're going through a storm and you say, man, it's going to be okay, that's hope. That's because you have hope. 
You have hope in Christ. You have hope. You know what? It's rough right now, baby. It's it's hard time. We're going through a season right now, but you know what? We're going to get through this. That's hope, church. You got to see the outcome. That's why he says, do you not see? I'm about to do something new in your life. Do you not see? He wants you to see hope, church. Jesus asked Bartimaeus, what do you want? And he says, I want my vision back. I want to get back on track, God. Church, there's strength, listen, in his presence. You'll find healing in his voice. All you got to do is shout it out. Vision is refreshed and renewed in the presence of God. Vision is refreshed and renewed in the presence of God, church. Just shout it out. Come on. You're shouting your problem to the world. Everybody has no problem shouting their concerns. They have no problem shouting this and shouting this problem and pointing out problems. There's no, you know how to shout. Shout to Jesus. Shout it out to him. Give it to him, church. Amen. Come on, church. 2022, let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. If you come in and you're just, just wobbling in, amen, that's cool that you're here, but get back on track. Don't feel out of place. That's a lie from the devil. The devil will lie to you. Hey, they don't like you no more there. They look at you weird. All kinds of stuff. The devil's, the devil's he's an opportunist. And he looks for anything to tell you, and he knows what can get to you. You got to know that you know, I'm getting rooted. I'm getting rooted in Christ. I know who I am because once you get rooted in him, then it says you'll be built in him. You know, you know who you are in him, church. As I close today, I love how the story ends. In Mark chapter 10, 49 to 52, look how it goes. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and says, and he tells him, come here. So they called the blind man, cheer up. They said, come on, he's calling you. What do you want me to do for you? And Jesus asked, my rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go for your faith. Somebody say faith. Your faith has healed you. And instantly the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Instantly, he was healed, church. Instantly, when he shouted out, God heard him and healed him. Instantly. There's going to be instantly miracles in this place, church. I'm, I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're just a shot away from a miracle. I said, you're a shot away from a miracle. Instantly, he was healed. And Bartimaeus gets up. The story, and he throws off his beggar clothes. He says, no, I, I'm not this anymore. I'm not, I'm not that anymore. I'm not this, this nobody no more. I'm not this drug addict no more. He threw it off, amen. And he got back on track and started to follow Jesus. 
Church, that's where you and I belong, amen. In the game, we belong on track with Christ. Throw off how you feel. Throw off the negativity in your life, amen. Throw off these things because you cannot get back on track carrying this stuff. Know that you are delivered. Know that you're healed. Know that God set you free, amen, and get back on track, amen, and keep walking on the road with Jesus. Don't settle for the sidelines. Get back in the game. And let's do something in 22, church, because God is about to do something new. Do you not see it, church? Do you not see it? Amen.